Welcome back to the People of Hitachi podcast. Today in episode four, we'll be talking to Mike Nugent. Mike, could you introduce yourself? Sure, and thanks for having me. So yes, hello, Mike Nugent. I head up the Hitachi Zero Carbon uh, fleet business. Uh, That's our new name for what was the social innovation business project to incubate a new EV conversion fleet business. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And This year, you submitted one of your team's projects into uh, the largest internal award at Hitachi, um, and your team got third place, which was a a massive achievement um, of how many people entered. And I was wondering if we could talk about that project today, explain a bit about it and and what it is. Sure. So we were really, really excited and proud, and our our sister project, Optimize Prime, winning first place, showed showed that people are obviously interested and, and keen uh, to uh, to reward the hard work that's been put in across social innovation business, uh, digital solutions group into into our projects. So so really, my project was actually taking and building off of the shoulders of the work of uh, Optimized Prime and taking the the clever stuff um, and converting that into a business and and commercialising it essentially because the the Optimized Prime project is obviously a government funded project, but there's some amazing IP around sort of smart charging. Uh, software that that's um, that's being delivered by the guys, and it's really then. So, wh- where do we take it? Can we turn that into something more commercial? So, our initial focus was on um, like commercial vehicle fleet because that's what Optimized Prime was built on um, to to see how we could commercialize a technical platform. But then it, it very quickly became broader on a couple of dimensions. The first was to say, well, actually, if you look at wider Hitachi and um, the the acquisition of Hitachi Energy, as it is called now. Um, our knowledge and experience of delivering as-a-service solutions through Hitachi Rail, are as then sister company Hitachi Capital Vehicle Solutions from a leasing and finance perspective, the, the opportunity for us to deliver a, a full turnkey solution to clients to help them essentially convert their entire fleet, put in the infrastructure, um, and deliver a long-term service became very apparent. And that, and that became the brief very, very quickly to, to do something much broader and much wider from a commercial level. And the second dimension was then that it's not just like commercial vehicles. There's a massive um, opportunity uh, for us uh, globally around buses and the conversion of buses to, to electric fleet. So so really, um, the, the the business, really, I, I kicked off on it um, around about April 2020, just at the beginning of, uh, of, of the pandemic. And really, over the last 18 months, we've, we've moved from a point of it being a project to this current financial year into one of the core pilot projects uh, sponsored by Higashihara-san and then into and, and now going forward under the Hitachi Zero Carbon banner into a fully-fledged accelerated business and 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 really the core reasons uh, for that the the decision of the business to accelerate the business from that incubation phase has been uh, the the success we've had in the market both on the fleet side with a, a couple of key clients uh, Cox Automotive uh, who's a big fleet auction house uh, essentially, they they take uh, existing company car fleets and they they uh, buy those off them and then sell them on. Obviously, more more electric vehicles, they're going to need to maintain and, and look after those while they're going through that process. Uh, utilities who have huge amounts of their own fleet and and client fleets in in the utilities sector in the UK, 
And then significantly, uh, the, the big win for us, which is the beginning of a long-term strategic partnership with First Bus and an initial 148 buses uh, that were electrified, are being electrified up in, uh, in Glasgow. And that was a big, uh, obviously, big focal point for our COP26 uh, push um, as, as Hitachi and our, our whole push towards net zero targets and our role as a, as a climate change innovator. So yeah, that's that's really the the, the genesis of the business. A, a quick scoot through the last 20 months, can't believe how, how much we've been able to achieve in, in uh, a short period of time and how much that's down to the hard work and efforts, both of the Optimized Prime team um, and uh, our new team members that we've been growing the business around um, over over the last uh, yeah, 10, 10 months or so in this current financial year. It sounds like you're, you and your team have been incredibly busy. It's a a lot of of different activity going on over the last uh, 20 or so months. So you mentioned uh, 148 buses um, at the moment. Is is there plans to expand that? What does the sort of future um, of of this look like? Yeah, so with with FIRST on its own, FIRST have got 5,800 buses that they need to convert to uh, green technologies. So it's not just electrification, there is going to be some hydrogen in there as well, and we're looking at how we can support them with that. And and we're looking at other other bus companies, both uh, in the UK and in Europe. Um, So we've got a really interesting opportunity um, in Estonia. Um, we're we're working with Hitachi Rail on an opportunity in Genoa, and and also with our colleagues in uh, Asia Pacific on a number of really interesting, significant scale opportunities, both in Australia but also uh, Malaysia and and Vietnam, uh, among others. Uh, the the growth is going to be pretty well. We're hoping it's going to be exponential, really. But it, it, just focusing down on on first, so 148 buses at Caledonia Depot in Glasgow is really just the the starting point. They've just won uh, grant funding. Uh, for Leicester, that's another 98 buses. They've got grant funding applications to expand um, Glasgow to move it to electrify their Aberdeen depot, another site in Glasgow, um, and then um, Norwich, Leeds, uh, Portsmouth are on the roster for what is called zebra funding uh, in the in in England and and Wales, which is uh, zero emission bus uh, funding uh, from from the government to to really kickstart the whole electrification program. We're we're already beginning the uh, planning and deployment um, process um, and thinking about how we can deliver into Leicester uh, with those ninety eight buses and and as soon as we we hopefully hear positive news for um, on those other tenders we'll be uh, rolling out into those very very quickly but we've also got opportunities with um, organisations like uh, Go Ahead uh, in the UK uh, Arriva uh, buses in London um, and. Once Stagecoach and National Express have worked out how they're going to merge, that uh, we're going to be working with them as well. So, the 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 order book or the the prospective order book, I should say, is is looking pretty healthy, and the actual order book is also looking pretty healthy for us to continue to grow. And and that's really just 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 touching on the buses side of things. There are there are uh, we've got lots of uh, big opportunities, as I said, with Kia and Cox to do some really interesting things, not just on fleet. And I think that's worthwhile emphasising is we're 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 a fleet and energy. Uh, combined proposition. We don't want to just get into the commodity markets of providing charge points. We're all about the tech platform. Um, and that tech flat platform has to run from the electron all the way through to the fare box for buses, but from the electron all the way through to operations for light commercial fleets. So uh, the role of our tech platform is, is, is to enable the delivery of you know, quite complex commercial models around as a service uh, delivery for for customers. So we're literally taking over the the electrification and, and running of those fleets from an electrification point of view. But but then we also want to look at how we can then introduce 
new low carbon technologies into the fixed asset base, the depots, um, so that we can actually ensure that the companies are maximizing the opportunity um, from electrification by bringing in uh, photovoltaics, battery storage on site, even, even investing in solar farms outside of their, their existing uh, ge- geographic portfolio, um, and, and really taking and stretching the ambition from not just converting combustion engine to electric, but actually making sure that the electricity that they're sourcing from green sources and they're optimizing the opportunities from their own um, estate with uh, with that which is why why essentially we've we're calling the business zero carbon um because no, no matter what the politicians say climate change is not going to go anywhere fast and certainly um the, from a legislative point of view i think it's it's going to become a bigger and bigger issue the pressure on public sector organizations and large fleet operators to to do more they're already being pushed to electrify but where they get that energy, how they source that energy, how they manage their energy is going to become increasingly important. So we're setting the bar high. Zero carbon is not net zero. It's zero carbon. We want to set that ambition to the market um, and make a clear statement of where Hitachi stands so that um, organizations can go, right, you're my partner for the long term to, to help me not only electrify or, or use hydrogen in the right way, but but also to source the energy from the right sustainable sources. I mean, I imagine there's been many challenges over um, the last sort of 20 or so months. You know, COVID alone, I'm sure, posed lots of challenges. But would you be able to share any with us? I mean, yeah, look, on a human level, how difficult is it to create a business, essentially, from your study in your home? that that's that's pretty challenging and and sort of uh, and growing and recruiting a team and with a lot of people that as yet you know we brought on probably five or six people in the last month or so and I've not met them face to face I've obviously met them over teams so it is it is challenging and it has been challenging and uh, so so at a human level um that that's been hard it's it's a funny one though because that there's the 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 counter side of it is that I think as we've all experienced our productivity has gone up in a different way in that you know we can get FaceTime with clients a lot easier. You know it's it's hard to imagine two years ago you'd you'd say oh we need to get five people from our business with five people from your business together and and so you then have diary coordination emails going on for maybe a week or so and then the meeting set up for two or three weeks later. It's it's so much more instantaneous now with Teams and with an expectation that people essentially fill their days with with Teams meetings and that and that. Again, on a human level, can be quite a challenge. Uh, it's great for productivity, but actually, from a, a mental health point of view, has, has been we've, we've had to be really careful and, and uh, you know, self moderation on, on meetings has been one part. I think then, you know, look, t- with all things Hitachi, we're, I think we're all focused on trying to deliver some really great stuff. Um, and we all talk very, very well and with all the right intentions around it, one, one Hitachi. But yeah, you know, when, Essentially, our business is transversal across a number of different organizations. We want to tap into the skills and capabilities of Hitachi Rail, of Hitachi Energy. Um, you know, the, 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 the change in our relationship um, uh, with, with Hitachi Capital Vehicle Solutions presented its own challenges um, because that was uh, and is still an important channel for us to market. So that, that's, that's been quite tough to navigate. And and breaking down the silos um, of, a, of a business unit oriented organization to something that is to, to build a business that sits across a number of BUs 
look, is, it would be, be false for me to say that's not been without challenge. But actually, what we found consistently is the attitude of our colleagues across those businesses has been um, you know, tremendously positive. Sure, it really helps to win work uh, and, 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 and show that a, a system-based solution using products across the Hitachi portfolio um, is, is truly value-adding both for our sister companies and also for us. Um, as, as a as a new organisation, so it's it's not it's certainly not been without um, challenges, but but most of the time we found it that we're pushing against an open door, a, a great willingness to to collaborate and work together. I'm I'm at a meeting tomorrow um, with my colleagues from Vantara um, to to see how we can convert 1,600 pubs into zero carbon pubs uh, with with you know um, car park charge points, a PV on the roof, battery storage. Um, available on site, um, and that and that's come from a that's a Vantara client that we're we're collaborating on, and and I've collaborated with them on delivering IoT solutions into in, into the actual uh, branches themselves. So we we there's a lot of um, back scratching going on to deliver great outcomes for our clients, and that's that's the really encouraging, exciting thing about what we're doing. I'd like to maybe finish on chatting about, you know, what what are you looking forward to this year, whether it's business-wise or what are your personal environmental goals? Or you know, is there anything you can share with us to sort of finish us off uh, for 2022? Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, from a from a business point of view, it's continuing to grow the business to to really embed us into into first bus as their strategic partner we've got some really exciting thoughts around their batteries and what we can do with them second life um, once they've come out of the out of the buses um, and and also what we can do with our technology platform and how that could become you know I, I don't know if if, if you, know, you know octopus are one of the reasons they're so successful is they built their business around an amazing technical platform which is all about smarts and advanced data analytics we want to do the same but in the, in the mobility and energy sector so that's that's something i'm really excited about is what we can do with the technology platform taking the knowledge and understanding from first and and building that out i think you know for for me personally it's is to continue to to grow a, a highly values driven business Around our environmental goals, we we all as 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 humans on this planet have a responsibility. Some of us are older, so probably have more responsibility for the mess the climate's in. I want to uh, get through my career and and have a big positive in terms of my environmental impact. Earlier in my career, I was on a lot of flights, and we we kind of thought, "Well, oh, this is probably bad," but you just don't do anything about it. I now want to do something about that and actually contribute to some positive change. And and working with with Ram uh, and and the team and uh, under under Ali Dorma under an environment banner, I think is a tremendously exciting opportunity for us to. Com- continue to innovate, find new solutions. So fleet is just the start. That's, that's one thing I do want to say is, is really important. We're looking at all kinds of environmental solutions that Hitachi companies can contribute to and, and for us to build new solutions and businesses. So for me, the, the next year on a personal professional level is about continuing to push, continue to stretch, to continue to be entrepreneurial, to deliver success uh, to deliver the right kind of outcomes for the for the environment and the right kind of outcomes for Hitachi, that means we get more sponsorship, more growth, um, and we contribute more to the to the growth of Hitachi and to the positioning of Hitachi as a climate change innovator. 
thank you so much again, Mike, for joining us. And we'll see you in the next episode of the People of Tachi podcast. <laughs>